The following is a Mission Studios podcast. Coming to you pre-recorded and edited from Mission Studios, this is the Missionary Position Podcast. We believe that offense is taken, not given. That humor can be found in anything and everything. That owning your shit is more important than worrying about someone else's. It's Sunday. It's January 27th. And I spent the last week feeling as old as I look. I'm Jason. And I'm AC. On this week's episode... We enjoy a clean, close shave thanks to quality Gillette razors. And we fill our God-shaped holes. We explore the rules of political correctness. And we even find the time to judge sharks. The fishy kind. You did say judge, right? Not jump. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Fonzie, so lube up. Turn off the lights. Lay down. And get ready for some hot llama sexy play. I like hot llama sexy play. Yeah. This is episode 21. <laughs> Yeah, so what's been blowing up the fucking internet the last, I don't know, week or so has been that uh, that Gillette commercial that came out about um, toxic masculinity. I think it was like the, the, the best men can be. Yep. I can't even believe like how much negative feedback there's been on this ad. Oh man, it's it's ridiculous. Like we we just watched this like t- together like a few minutes ago. Like, what was your initial reaction? So, just watching it, not reading in the comments. Just watching it, I thought, "Oh wow, look at that! It showed the evolution of man from caveman thinking to modern day. You know, let's smarten up and fucking do something." Yeah, I I I really didn't see where there was room for any reasonable person to to get their shit in the knot over this. Because I mean, really. I think anybody who's going to get themselves all wound up after watching this, mm-hmm. they're probably guilty of some of the negative things that are being portrayed. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, I, I don't say think macho, macho, machoism. Right. Like, yeah. I, I don't think Gillette was saying, yeah, all men are fucking pieces of shit and let us show you all the different ways how. No. What they're showing is these are the kind of behaviors that have been accepted for a really long time. And they're super duper not acceptable anymore. So let's change them. Yes. Yeah. Like be the best person that you can be. Not like you're a piece of shit. You know, just like, come on guys, we're better than all this shit. Mm -hmm. I think, I think in my opinion, what happened is that a lot of people got on this stale machoism argument where all, all masculinity is toxic. So because that's in their ad. Yeah. They automatically went to that fucking look. I'm a Homo sapien pounding my chest. Blah blah blah. I'm hardly even right to up to walk upright. Yeah. And, Instead and of seeing it for the insightful, you know what? Look, we're growing. Yeah, I, I didn't we take that at all as an indication that I'm a fucking knuckle dragger. No, not at all. I took it as in, look at us, we're fucking progressing. <laughs> you know, and, and like I, I thought, even like the the visual presentation of, of the whole thing, like some of the examples that they'd highlighted on. Um, it, it really just drove the point home for me that like n- they're not suggesting that we're pieces of shit. They're just saying that like things that like have traditionally been dismissed as boys will be boys. Like these things shouldn't be dismissed. Right. And like maybe like I, I might have been reading into it a little bit too much, but I mean what I took from it was like you and you and I are basically of that age group where like the the, the environment that socially we were raised in 
was kind of the environment that they're portraying here, right? Right. Whereas a lot of shit. At the, at the beginning of the video. Yeah, where a lot of the shit that they were showing is like the way things um, shouldn't be. Right. I mean, that that was our normal. I mean, and we've sort of grown through that. We've developed. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like I, I felt challenged not only to like celebrate in my own uh, evolution and development, but also I, I felt um, sort of like I would... I was being challenged to make sure that the way I teach my boys is better than the way I was taught. Mm-hmm. Don't just take for granted that they live in a different time. Make sure they understand why their time has become different, where we came from not right. so long ago. But you made a very direct point in correlation to the to the people I think are responding to this. Because you said any reasonable person. Oh, fair enough. And I think the 1.2 million people so far that have disliked this ad are the ones that think they're so much better that they're already evolved that this is beneath them. Rather than using it as a learning tool and saying, you know what, I'm more evolved than I was, but I can evolve more. Yeah. I can become more understanding. I can become more compassionate. I can become more than I am right now. Yeah, who the fuck? Like, like I, I guess, again, I'm just assuming people are reasonable all across the board. But I mean, like, from my perspective, I can't understand why anybody wouldn't want to constantly improve. Right. Like, I, I, I can't imagine ever being at a point in life where I look at, in the mirror and think, hey, dude, you made it. You're good enough. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, and, and some of the little things, like, that the, the, the skits that they had in there... Like they had one kid beating the living fuck out of another kid. And then the voiceover say, well, boys will be boys, mm-hmm. you know? And then later on you see the dad coming in and, and, and telling his kid, like, I don't know, whatever, like, look, Johnny's had enough. Stop beating the fuck out of him. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> if it's controversial, like seriously fucking controversial to some people that a parent should break up a shit kicking that their kid is doling out to a fucking other kid. Like what kind of fucking world is that? Mm-hmm. It's, it's asinine. <laughs> you know, what's next? We're going to start losing our fucking shit because we're not allowed to slap our secretary on the ass and ask her for a fucking blowjob if she wants a raise. Like right. we're not living back in fucking garbage times. Mm-hmm. And, and I think Gillette, they, they're not saying, not suggesting that men are. They're saying, hey, man, like, we're not living in these times. And for those of you who haven't figured that out yet, like, come on, get with the fucking program. You are better than that. Okay. And there's one other, for, for me, there's one other glaring idiocy that I see in, in, in the totality of what this topic is. Okay. It's one minute and 48 seconds of systematic situations. Right. And it's generated this much controversy for yeah. one minute and 48 seconds. <laughs> A minute and 48 seconds of stating the fucking obvious. Right. If everybody listened to one minute and 48 seconds of any of our episodes, we'd take off like a son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so Gillette PR people, if you're listening, we could really use your fucking help. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, 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 you know, my hat's off to the Gillette PR people because though a lot of closed-minded people are looking at this and, and just thinking negative, for those of us with an open mind, like, this is fantastic. Oh, I think it's great. We can learn from ourselves. We can learn from seeing the stupidity of our past. And we can learn from seeing a premonition of, hey, let's be better in the future. 
Well, I mean, realistically, like, I'm guilty of a lot of this shit that they were, like, highlighting, the, the, like, the negative stuff in, right. in, in the ad. Yeah, you are. I'm, in, not, I'm perfect, but you are. Like, yeah. in, in the past, right? Like, and I, and I don't feel like I've been singled out or attacked. Like, yeah, I, I know I've done and said and thought some shitty things that I didn't fucking know better. Now I do. Mm-hmm. You know? So, shall I condemn you for all the crimes, of, all the threat crimes you've had in the past? Yeah, probably. I mean, well, maybe... according to the response to this fucking ad, I should. I should be whipping your ass and putting you out on fucking Main Street to fucking, in one of those, um, what are those things called where you stick your head and your arms through? Uh, stocks. Yeah. No, I think that the problem is people are reacting to things that actually aren't here in the ad. You know, they've got insecurities. Presumptions. Well, they got insecurities about something, obviously, that's going on mm-hmm. inside their own fucking behavior. And um, they're trying to make that the advertiser's fault for fucking shining a light on it. And that's what people do. They take what they see as bad in them, think everybody else hates this, therefore I'm going to act controversial to it and show my good side. Look at me, pound my chest, now I'm a good person. Oh, you know. No, you're just fucking fake. I'm not a rapist. Anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's the thing. I mean, like, you you hear, like... I don't know. I, I have a, a whole problem with like the, the, the type of knucklehead guys that would react negatively to this sort of thing. Because, I mean, it's um, like a while back, they, they, they had like that Me Too hashtag on on social media. Right. And I read a lot of negative comments there, too. Right. It's like, you yeah, know, there was a whole Me Too movement. Yeah, yeah. You got like people and it wasn't just limited to women. A lot of men, myself included. I don't know about you. That you know, joined the, the whole movement right? just to sort of like acknowledge and make sure that like anybody who'd been in that situation understood that, Hey, like this, not only are you not alone, but like the majority of us are in that club with you. And the yeah, fact it didn't that, happen because you had a vagina and, and, and really what came out of that whole thing from my perspective was that a really, really huge shitty problem was exposed for how big and widespread it actually was. Like that was a strong positive, mm-hmm. but some of the, the, the garbage reactions I, I, I heard and, and, and read to that, you know, like, you know, well, well you're these, these women, they're, they're just trying to say that all men are fucking sexual predators. Well, no, like the women weren't saying that. And it wasn't just women for Christ's sake. It was like people of all genders were saying, Yes, I was fucking treated inappropriately as well. Mm-hmm. So for you to somehow turn that into a, a a narrative about how you yourself are not a fucking rapist, so don't fucking hold you accountable. That's just a guilty conscience showing how fucked up you really are. Well, at the end of the day, fucking nobody was accusing you, but now I feel like based on your reaction that maybe I should have. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. So thank you for identifying yourself as a sexual fucking predator, you piece of shit. Now I know who to unfriend. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, like, likewise, I think the the reactions to this ad, like, we know who the fucking assholes are. Yeah, the ones that fucking dislike the fucking ad. <laughs> and normally I would apologize for insulting any of our listeners, but if any of you guys listening, and I say guys, if any of you guys listening have been, like, the ones that, are, that have reacted negatively to this ad, fucking give yourself a long look in the mirror and try to think, Why? Yeah, well, my, my I'm not going to say common thing, but one thing I common, commonly think, when you read this ad and you come out with that kind of a response, if you can't open your mind, you can't open your mouth. Shut your face if you can't look at it in a positive aspect, because you're not bringing anything good to the, to the situation. 
I can guarantee, like they say, oh, they're using the algor algorithms, blah, blah, blah. You know what? That's just smart fucking marketing. Taking advantage of a good, of a good algorithm segment or, or, or situation is good fucking marketing. You're going to get lots of hit and it's going to be amazing. Well, there's no that's rule. That's There's no rule that says you can't like turn a profit while doing the right thing. Right. And to, to turn this into something that, well, uh, pound my chest. Look, I'm a caveman, so I don't like that. All you're doing is trying, you think you're hiding the way you really feel, but you're just, all you're fucking doing is turning a neon sign on that son bitch. <laughs> so there you have it. Yeah, fuck y'all. Okay, so I've been doing some introspective thinking. Okay. And I'm going to do the pretend game for a second here, if you don't mind. I'm going to take you on a little journey. <laughs> okay, so you're going to be like the cop. I'm going to be a little Bo Peep. And I'm going to rob your sheep. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you bad boy. No, um... <laughs> so imagine for a second and pretend with me that there is a God. Okay. Now. Think about every single place in the world that has a different religion. Okay. And think about how fortunate you are to be born into that perfect religion. No matter where you're born. No matter how many are different. Okay, so if I was born in, like, a... India. Pre predominantly, like, Muslim country... Yep. I would be very fortunate because Allah is the one true God. And anybody who believes in Jesus or Muhammad is dead to God. Right, so, like, in, in, well, I get what you're saying. So, like, if you're born in America, then presumably, you know, Jesus or whatever. Right. Christian God, that's the right one, and that's the one you happen to know. And everybody else is wrong. Like, how ideal is our situation? Yeah, I, I, I guess it's just an amazing coincidence that those of us who are right happen to be born in a place where everybody else is also right. <laughs> right. So where does right really come in? So according to Indian religion... Nobody outside of India that does not believe in their religion gets any virgins. <laughs> they all go to their version of hell. Or anybody not born in North America to a Judeo-Christian freaking neighborhood. <laughs> well, everybody else in the world is going to hell because they don't believe in their God. Yeah, it, it sort of reminds me of a quote that I read a, a little while ago. I was wanting to think it was Christopher Hitchens, or it, it may have been somebody else. Uh -oh. Does this mean you have to paraphrase? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to have to paraphrase, and, and I'm probably going to like just butcher what would have otherwise been a great quote. But the 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 gist of it was that we're not created in God's image; it's the other way around, right? Like God's created in our image, and that's why when you look at you know the religious religious texts of whichever the predominant religion is where you live you'll find that the god or gods that you worship share all of the same hang-ups, bigotries, shitty attitudes, and distaste for things that you do. Mm -hmm. Tying back into what you're saying, I mean, how fortunate that you would be born into a place where the god in charge happens to think that your particular brand of being a complete dick is the right way to be a dick. Right. Again, going off the belief that there's a god. <laughs> and yes, everybody, just so you know, I'm doing air quotes. If there was a god, one true god and you know you've got the, your willpower to believe whatever you want to believe you can't tell me that some of these people sons of bitches just ain't going to be smited anyways <laughs> even <laughs> you if know. you believe in the right god he still thinks you're a piece of shit yeah yeah 
Absolutely. No, you know what? Like, you're a little bit too fucked up. Don't blow people up in the airplane. <laughs> okay, look at him. Holy fuck. <laughs> Which piece of him? Alelabub is over all over that wall over there. Alelabub. <laughs> but then you get, you know, into the Christian, and there's so many Christians that are so full of themselves. You know, gluttony being one of the most predominant fucking situations in North America. That's one of the biggest sins in the Bible. Well, or no, not sins, but, but one of the, the seven... Yeah, the seven deadly no, sins. It's like, right. uh, yeah, the Catholicism, I think it's one of the seven deadly sins. Right. And, you know, all of a sudden, fucking Jimmy walking down the street, all fucking 460 pounds of him, and I say this because I used to be big, you know, boom, look, now he's all over the wall because his God thought he was a fucking idiot. <laughs> now, if you're not following my rules, the reality is, if there was a God and you weren't following their, their rules, you'd know about it during your life. I would almost guarantee it. So, the fact that you wake up in your part of the world with your part of the God thought, situation, whatever it happens to fucking be. Thank your pretty stars that people are tolerant enough to let you have that fucking belief. Yeah, I think God, if there if there is a God, whoever she is, she's probably got a great sense of humor <laughs> watching all the different religions of the world get it so horribly fucking wrong. Well, it explains the salty flavor in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> Any closing thoughts? Yes. I actually thought of a perfect closing quote. I think that ultimately, I think what you bring up if anything, it, it doesn't suggest any sound, reasonable argument for there being an actual god or gods in existence. Because, I mean, like so many different cultures, so many different societies, each with their own different idea of what this god or these gods look like. And everybody coming to such wildly different conclusions about the nature of God. Mm-hmm. If there were one true God, I, I think that all these re- religions would look a lot more similar. But because you've got all these differences, I think if anything, it just indicates, like, again, like more so than any other thought I have on religion, that like God is absolutely created man's image. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's just unavoidable. So you're not special. You're doing what everybody else has done. You've given yourself license to be the way you've chosen to be. Like, and, hateful. Yeah, and and you've hidden this decision behind a religious belief. Right. You know, and, I, and my closing thought, like I said in the beginning, pretend. And I'm not saying I believe one more than the other that any god exists. I'm saying all y'all are full of shit. <laughs> and using a god and a book to promote hate for other human beings is the core of your fucking problem. So get your nose out of the book and get it back into reality and start treating people how they deserve to be fucking treated. Word. If you would like to make a per episode donation, visit www.patreon.com slash missionarypod. So one of the the recurring themes on this show since episode one has been that you and I are not politically correct. Like we shit on political correctness. Like if anybody hasn't figured that part out about us by now, we tickle our ass with the tongue of political correctness. Yeah. Um, I thought let's take a bit of time to actually unpack maybe some of our reasoning behind this. Um, wanted to start off with a, with a quote I tripped a, a, across by Stéphane Molyneux. Molyneux, yeah. Those who make conversations impossible 
make escalation inevitable. You know, I mean, you're sort of dumping rules on each other on how to engage, how to talk, how to think, how to react, how to, how to, how to, mm-hmm. you know, like that just seems like a recipe for frustration. Well, yeah, because it seems like everybody has their own how-to rules. And like, I know you and I have discussed this at great length, both on the show and off. Right. Both of us have had discussions with people outside of the show. It's one of those things that keeps coming up. You know, people are very passionate about communicating either why they value political correctness or why they do not value political correctness. Mm -hmm. So I thought, well, wouldn't it be interesting if you and I could sit down and talk and we'll find uh, if there's a list somewhere online, what the actual rules of political correctness are. And then we can sort of like take them point by point and figure out whether or not they actually make sense. And you found a list. I did not actually find an actual list. Okay. And, and that was the frustrating thing because for something that is right at the core of existence in 2019, which is, you know, like how political correctness is heralded is, is like one of the great necessities of our age shouldn't it be easier to find out what the fucking rules actually are? Mm-hmm. Cause it's easy enough to call people out and say, well, you're not being politically correct or that wasn't very politically correct or some variant of that. Right. But if I decided, okay, you know what? AC is going to turn over a new fucking leaf today. <laughs> new year, new me. <laughs> okay. I'm going to be politically correct as fuck. How do I go about that? I don't know. Mm-hmm. So while I couldn't find an actual list of the rules of political correctness, I found <laughs> Kind of a tongue-in-cheek article at uh, rulesofpc.com. And I, I think the, the way this guy sort of broke down the, the rules of, or examples of political correctness, it was kind of funny. So uh, we'll put a link in this week's show notes, or you can just look it up for your fucking self, you lazy fat fucks, at rulesofpc.com. And you can read for yourself the parts that we don't cover. Mm-hmm. But I thought it might be fun for you and I just to sort of like go over a few of these and uh, yeah, see what happens. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Do you, you want to pick and choose or do you just want to go in order? How do you want to do it? I have put zero, literally zero thought into how this is going to break down. Which is what we usually do. Okay. So, um, yeah, fuck it. I'll start at number one and whether or not you choose to go with number two or go somewhere completely different is up to you. All right. So rule number one, culture trumps abuse, except for white oppressor culture. (laughs) Okay, so the whites are still always the oppressors. Correct. All right. Well, then, because it went with white being the oppressor culture, I'm going to jump down here to number four. Okay. And it says white culture is inferior to black culture. Which totally contradicts. That seems to be the way it breaks down, though, in like everyday shit, doesn't it? Right. <laughs> Whites are the oppressors, but they're the inferior culture. So if we're the inferior culture, why is everybody listening? Why does it have such a big impact if it's an inferior... I like how you say we as though either one of us is white. <laughs> um, we isn't in general. Yeah, okay. That's not what we're I mean. We're both mixed yeah. race. <laughs> so are we oppressors or oppressed i'm so confused we're self-damning <laughs> oh wait, wait this might clear it up here okay uh number six there are only two races oppressors who are white and victims who are black 
Wow. <laughs> so I can't be a victim of anything unless I have black heritage of some type. No, there's only two races, though. You're not white and you're not black. I... Yeah, whatever. Hmm. I guess we get to, what, get a geo free card? Okay, so <laughs> white people, number eight, white people being oppressors are guilty, selfish, and arrogant from birth. <laughs> so I guess this would be the silver spoon in the ass rather than in the mouth. Something in the ass. <laughs> I hear 8A. Oh, um, an amendment. <laughs> white people are identified as a group. The group is more important than individuals. All are part of the whole and equally responsible for oppression. Regardless of individual circumstances, all are equally guilty of oppression. The principles of identity politics apply. Wow. So even as a street person, because of my skin color, I was looked at as an oppressor? Correct. Wow. If I knew I had that kind of fucking power back then, I would have been on the fucking streets. <laughs> You've been bottom feeding for no good reason. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. I've been a piece of garbage for fucking two thirds of my life and I don't even know it. <laughs> okay. How about changing the color from black and white to green? Profit is exploitation. All profit is oppression. Evidently. <laughs> so a African-American justice of the peace who makes $70,000 a year compared to my whatever, less which than is that. lower, less than. So then he's the oppressor. Well, no, because they covered that in uh, number 12. Uh, black people do do not make profit and are trustworthy by definition. Wow. <laughs> so if you live in an exclusively white neighborhood and there are no black people, that's where all the crime happens? Well, they covered that too, because if black people appear racist or do wrong, it is because of mistreatment by their oppressors. Right. And like number 16 says to follow it up, black people cannot be racist towards white people. <laughs> and yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're jumping all over the place, but <laughs> you got to read this shit. Like, seriously. Oh. <laughs> so how about we erase everything? And go with number 19 that says behavior determines moral status and not outcomes. <laughs> <laughs> Race trumps humanity because it defines everything. Oh, so now we're getting into Trump. Like Donald Trump? <laughs> I'm not going there. <laughs> that was a good kick in the shorts. Okay. Okay, how about number 30? All Muslims are blacks. All Christians are whites. All Jewish people are whites. <laughs> really? <laughs> I think many of the world's Jewish people may disagree, but... Absolutely. But they're worse than being black or white. They're Jews. Yeah, because, well... <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe you just said that. I didn't say that, dumbass. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm talking to myself. <laughs> yeah. Well, considering you, sprint, you, you, you paint all the same people with the same rattle can. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so 30B, which says all Jewish people are whites, evidently nobody told Hitler. <laughs> evidently. The Holocaust might not have happened. Had he just had that little tidbit of information? <laughs> well, the internet wasn't the thing back then. At least not as big of a thing. 
Well, I, I think 31 pretty much sums it up, which is that all people are not equal. <laughs> Some are more human than others. A hi hierarchy of privilege based on guilt and oppression applies, going from the most guilty and least worthy of social respect, legal protection, status, or respect. The hierarchy automatically reflects the degree of fault and incorrectness in anything said by each grade, going from total fault and worthlessness to the absolute correct and valuable. It represents a sliding scale of human worth from the least human to the most worthy and best type of human. Questioning this hierarchy or any of its precepts is a racist act. Holy crap. And then there's there's a list from A to H. <laughs> a is old white male. B is middle-aged white male. C is young white male. D is old white female. E is middle-aged white female. F is young white female. G is white female child. The above are all white oppressors. Guilt or guilty and racist from birth. And then H is the kicker, which says all people of color are black by definition. Black includes Muslims. I bet you they don't fucking think so. <laughs> but does not include all Christians or other major religious faiths. Whites who have converted to Mohammedism do not qualify as they are genetically guilty and racist from birth. <laughs> Holy twisted bullshit. Okay, well, I think we end up in the shit abyss of this fucking nonsense for like the next fucking four days. Yeah, hell yeah. But um, hopefully this guy's, this gives you guys a little glimpse into like why we shun political correctness. Because though this list is very tongue-in-cheek, it does, I think, capture the spirit of like how we see political correctness. Mm-hmm. So if you guys want to check out the rest of this list... Actually, let me just butt in here just for a quick second, because I would like... There are two closing statements we have to make for this segment, and that's number 35 and number 36. Because number 35 says, the laws of PC cannot be interpreted by white people without the approval of a black person. So any white person reading this has to understand that. And then 36 says the laws of PC must not be written down or codified to avoid the danger of further oppression from white people. So to close off the segment, <laughs> I think those two are absolute necessities. Okay. So if any of you guys want to check out the rest of this list, and I strongly recommend you do because it's quite well put together and a good laugh. Check out rulesofpc.com. Yeah, you ever watch um, like those those nature shows? <laughs> well, yeah, because they have like naked women from Africa and shit. I'm, I'm not talking about Pornhub. No, neither am I. I'm okay. talking about like National Geographic. So you, so you see like a fucking lion taking down like a, a gazelle or a fucking shark eating some sort of like smaller, weaker garbage fish. Right. Like, do you ever think that the, the lion or the shark are like just cruel and mean and shitty murderers? No, they're survivors. They're doing what they do instinctually. Yeah, like... I don't know. I, I think it would be fucking like idiotic to sit here and like judge a shark for being a shark. 
right? Well, why aren't you a guppy? Well, that's the thing. I mean, like, there's no reasonable expectation that a shark is going to be an angelfish. Well, and it's not like the, the other creatures in the ocean say, well, you know, you should be more like the swordfish. He's so nice to me. <laughs> no, because they know the shark's going to be a shark. So they know, like, you know, like, if the if you if you're like one of those fish that's like shark food, like, don't swim near the shark. Right. Or don't go where there is blood in the water because eventually you're going to get eaten. Because, like, on some level, like, there's a responsibility on yourself for self-preservation, right? So, yeah, like, in, in the uh, in the animal kingdom, it's like the animals have figured out what the pecking order is. And they know, like, which animals probably aren't going to be friends. Okay. You know, which animals are likely going to eat them. <laughs> <laughs> they also know which animals they can probably eat and they understand which animals will probably not want to be friends with them. Right. So like animals have figured this shit out because animals aren't overcomplicating fucking shit with a bunch of bullshit, nonsense, baseless, intellectually unjustifiable rules of social engagement. Mm-hmm. And the one that eats vegetables are like still over there. Eat oh, they don't count. Fuck them. Right. So why then is people? <laughs> I just pictured people eating people in wheelchairs, <laughs> vegetables. Um, all right. Just spit out the wheels, <laughs> or just save yourself some time and remove them in the first place. You're a terrible <laughs> fucking person. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I could eat a, eat a vegetable like having those like. <laughs> floppy skinny atrophied cold legs up over my shoulders it's not like they could feel it that's so bad <laughs> we've alienated the African-American community, <laughs> the, the, like the Jewish Trump's. community, we've alienated. We've alienated the Jewish, we've alienated the handicapped, and we've alienated the Brussels Bros. <laughs> I was thinking like, there's so many groups, so we've alienated like the like, transgendered, like for two people that are supposed to be like so accepting of others. <clears throat> And like we're we're allies and we're anti-racism and we're pro-equality and everything else is like, how do we alienate so many different groups of people? <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know what? Really, that's just it. We don't because everybody knows that it's humor. Let's hope so. We put it out there because we have just as much so defended as we have insulted. Yeah, and, and if like, you choose to take offense to anything, that's not my fucking problem. That's yours. Yeah, we're not actually insulting. We're just like no. making making light, but like. Making we're, light, like now you're fucking God. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. <laughs> All right. But we're, we're always going with that. It's like, you know, why do we judge people for, for being people, right? It's like you and I have had conversations in the past about what human nature is all about, right? And like, yeah. whereas you tend to think people generally are kind of shitty, I think people generally are kind of not shitty. Right. I think we're both exactly right. We're just seeing different sides of them or maybe looking at them through different eyes. Yeah, because we've had different objects, objectivities presented to us during our life. Sure. Right. But I mean, at the end of the day, whether people are good or, or people are bad, you know, like they're just being people. They're, they're reacting instinctively a lot of the time to 
things that they're exposed to. Mm -hmm. Just just a clear point, something that brings us together on this is you don't alienate people for being good people. And I don't alienate them for for being the shitty people. I just accept it and work around it. No, and, and and that's the thing. And I think like really, I mean, that's really the goal we should be driving towards is be more like you know, like the, the shittier animals in the animal kingdom. Cause I don't like separate humanity from the rest of the animal kingdom. Right. We might have like uh, better cognitive abilities. We might have opposable thumbs. I wish I had a pouch like a marsupial though. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, that would be, well, you got a pouch. You just keep two balls in it. <laughs> yeah, but there's no room for anything else. We're like <laughs> How big are these things? <laughs> Well, remember, at one point, it was like fucking two and a half fucking inches. So that ACDC <laughs> song, I've Got Big Balls, I mean, that's you? Yeah. They wrote that around a picture I sent them right back in 1967 when I wasn't even born yet. Was one of us making a point here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but good people, bad people, not to judge people because they're a shark. Yeah. So, I mean, like, if somebody's being an asshole, yep. maybe that person's just an asshole. Like, fuck it. Who cares? So he's an asshole. If it's not the kind of person that you can handle being around because you're going to end up being, like, you know, not food in the same sense as like the angelfish might be for the shark but you're, you're gonna end up getting chewed up by this this person who's a bit of a dick because your personality can't really it doesn't or, have any or isn't strong enough to it doesn't have the the, the natural defenses mm-hmm. a, against that sort of thing maybe just don't try to hang around that person if you don't have to right but don't judge them because of what they are take yourself out of the situation so you're not putting put yourself in a position where you have to judge well, yeah, because, I mean, like, within reason, I mean, like, it, it wouldn't be fair to say, like, oh, so-and-so is a bad guy. Right. He's just my, not my type of of, of person, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you, you can distance yourself, you can dislike, you can avoid without judging. Mm-hmm. Well, like know? I've mentioned in the past, there was a guy that I used to hang around who was a, um, what's that word I'm thinking of? They're always a liar. They are, it's pathological thank you he's a pathological liar okay and he was honest about it he told me right up front he doesn't do that with most people but he told me right up front so i wouldn't kick shit out of him and i respected him for it oh like he warned you look don't trust anything i say um pretty much he did you know and uh so he got into the habit of, of lying around me and, and I understood what was going on and, and because I knew him after a while, I could gauge what was true and what was false. Right. And if I had any questions about it, I took him outside and I said, listen, dude, like, you know, joking around, we could sit around, play games, nothing, no bullshit spread. It's just having fun watching wrestling. It's just having fun. But I need to know, we were just talking about this. Tell me truthfully, what was real? And he would say, oh, this was real, and, and all this part here, that was blown out of proportion. Because he admitted to me one time that he had a problem. He felt insignificant to everybody. So he embellished on pretty much everything. All right. And I didn't have a problem with his personality. We got along fine. You know, we joked around about wrestling back in the day. We hung out and played cards. We did karaoke. We did all sorts of shit. And we had no pro- no problems. When I needed to know the truth about something, I took him aside and said, hey, man, what's the truth? So, and, and that's really, like, the long and short of it, right? Like, Don't judge. Fi- find out how to navigate the waters. Don't, like, judge what's in it. Absolutely. Neither one of us is a trained psychologist. I don't really want to, like, beat the point to death. But, I mean, like, the, the, yeah, just really a, a thought I had. And, yeah. And, and just get that it, it is a valid point. What's a valid point? The whole subject matter from eating fuck people in real life to fucking <laughs> being real about not judging people. I missed my own point. 
Thank you for listening. This is and always will be a politically incorrect version of the Missionary Position Podcast. Mission Studios, the Missionary Position Podcast, their employees, or its entertainers are in no way culpable for anyone being butthurt, slighted, or in any way offended. If you as a human being cannot accept that something may sound like a close resemblance to your situation and not be totally about you in your little remnants of an existence, that is your issue. Send your opinions, hate mail, boob pics, full nudes, ideas, or questions in the form of an email to missionarypod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at missionarypod and like us on Facebook at Missionary Position Podcast. If you are so inclined to help this broadcast get better, or just wish to help out, our Patreon account is patreon.com slash missionarypod. 